Welcome back. We are down here in Mobile for the Senior Bowl. A couple of things that we're going to go over today. Measurements have come in just before we start practice. We're going to go over who actually made some noise on the positive and the negative side. Who's got an age thing working for or against them? And then who has the length? The pass rushers, the tackles, who showed up? And what are the standout numbers from today? Welcome to Locked On NFL Draft. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Locked On NFL Draft Show. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I'm your host, former NFL and NFL defensive back, Eric Crocker. And as always, I'm joined by my guy, Ryan Tracy, hey, at hey. Eric underscore Crocker on Twitter, at Ryan Tracy NFL on Twitter. If you're watching on YouTube right now, you can see our names right there. And by the way, we don't say it enough. We are on YouTube. You guys can find all the shows live there every time we record. We're getting into the Senior Bowl prospects, man. And we've been talking about the Senior Bowl, prepping up. We haven't seen John or Rob Rain yet, but we will probably see those guys tomorrow. But uh, we're here. We are here. And as you can see, this is not my normal place I record. I am not in my office. Ryan is in his office. Matter of fact, we are about 10 feet away from each other. All right, just in separate rooms right now recording. Uh it's been cool. It's been exciting seeing everybody running into people. Got my senior bowl credentials right here. Got my name, all that good stuff. They actually gave us these cool little notebooks to write our notes down and uh, a pen. Reese's. Let's go. All kind of cool stuff. <laughs> Shout out to Jim Nagy for putting on such an amazing uh, event, man. This is this is really cool. So we're getting into it. Uh, the, the One of the first things that starts with, you know, the cool stuff at the senior bowl is the measurements. And everybody's looking to see, like, what are guys' real measurements? Because, listen, disclaimer, I was listed at six foot two at my university, 6'2", 195 pounds. When I measured in for the mm-hmm. NFL, six yeah. foot even. I've never been six foot even in my <laughs> life. I mean, like, it's been years. Like, what are you talking about, six foot? Like, so I don't tell anybody that. If anybody asks, I'm six one. I look six one. <laughs> There's nobody else. You do. Like, oh, man, this guy. <laughs> so, um but we get the real measurements and we're starting with a couple guys that maybe some things that are a little questionable. Mm-hmm. Roger McCreary. We've talked a ton about Roger McCreary cornerback out of Auburn and he measured in the height. Fine. All right. You're five eleven. the weight, a little slight, but whatever. 189. That's not bad. You're going to get into the NFL weight room and all that really focused on that. He could be 195 in no time, but the arm length can't fix that. Nope. And he came in at 29-inch arm length. That that I'm not someone that is huge on, oh, you got to have these really long arms. You know, some guys, some teams have these thresholds. They want guys that have 32-inch arms. But under 30 inches, to me, that is a little alarming. For a guy who does not have length, they are questioning his speed, which on film, I thought his speed, speed was fine. But they're questioning his speed. And then now your arms are way less than ideal. Uh, I I think that's something that potentially can hurt a guy who he's one of my favorite kind of corners so far from what I've seen in this class. Does the arm length worry you at all? 
You know, there's always the thresholds, and I think they're different for every team. They're different for different reasons, to tell you the truth. I think there is a point to be worried. I'm not sure if that's it because at this point, you have to rely on that tape. And, yes, maybe it's a little bit shorter than you'd like. Maybe it's below X team's actual threshold. But at the end of the day, you see what he produces with that tool as he is built right now. So I agree with you. I don't think it's anything to overreact about, but it's certainly something that the criteria have to be met for certain minimums for teams, and that will knock him down some boards. Yeah, and I think uh, the, the thing where it'll hurt him more is it, they, they might try to pigeonhole him into being somebody that has to play in the nickel. And mm. you want that versatility to be able to play outside and inside. And I thought on film, he showed the ability to do that. And versus Alabama, he lined up all over the place with Jameson Williams and John Mechie. Okay, you're on the outside, I'll be on the outside. Okay, you're in the slot, I'll be in the slot. Okay, you run a slot fade, one of the harder routes to guard with all that space. You know what, I'm going to run vertically with the slot phase. I didn't think that a lot of those things were an issue with him with how he measured in, but there are some people that think that he's going to run in the four fives. That's going to be worrisome, especially for a guy who doesn't have that length. All right. And another measurement who, you know, caught a little slack on social media when this came out, Kenny Pickett. Now he measured him fine with his height, six, three. That's awesome. 217 pounds. That's solid weight, but his arms were really short which might not be an issue for a quarterback. Maybe that helps speed up the, the quick release. release. Yep. But his hands, he actually did not measure his hands. And that's worrisome for some. And not just him. Carson Strong Carson Strong came in slightly over nine-inch hands. No quarterbacks. Ideally, they want those 10-inch mitts. And yep. I'm not sure that these guys have it. Now, Kenny Pickett, the, the reason why this is worrisome for some uh, teams are you a cold weather team? Are you a warm weather team? Some of these teams that might ask guys to play in these cold temperatures, your hand size, that, that's going to matter a little bit. They're going to want you to grip that football regardless of the elements, whether it's raining, whether it's snowing. You know, we just saw uh, the 49ers play against the Green Bay Packers. It was snowing on the field. You got to be able to grip that ball and that type of weather. Grip it and rip it. If you don't and you can't do that, it might affect the play calling. And we saw that with Mac Jones playing against the Buffalo Bills in their first matchup where, you know, Mac Jones threw three passes because yeah. they're worried about it. Uh, is that something that worries you? It, although Kenny Pickett did play in cold weather, but he mm -hmm. did wear gloves. I don't know if he's trying to mask his deficiency by wearing those gloves. What do you think? Possibly, but I don't know that I've ever seen it be a problem. And again, the result on the field is that it hasn't been to this point. And yes, it's more difficult to play in cold weather. It's more difficult to play in Pittsburgh or Pennsylvania. And that happens to be a team that could maybe use a quarterback. There are also teams that are going to play in domes that could be looking to invest too. So at the end of the day, I don't think that it boils down to anything that, that really drops him down the board. It might take him off of some team's focus, and that's okay. There's plenty of teams that need some quarterback help, so I don't think it hurts them. But on the upside, I think it does check a positive box for both Desmond Ritter, who came in at 10, and Bailey Zappi at uh, nine and three quarters. So that kind of doesn't elevate anything, but it does check off a box that now in comparison to the rest of this quarterback group that's here, as well as Matt Corral when he's added to the draft, I think that is a positive for those two guys. Yeah, that's going to be something big. There are a lot of other measurements, and we'll get to some of these guys. But first, we want to talk to y'all a little bit about Bet Online. All right, right now, the Super Bowl is set. The 49ers, who I covered, they're out of here. They lost. The Kansas City Chiefs, who Ryan covers, they're out there. They're lost. But you can still put some money down on you got the Rams. 
You got the Bengals. They got the Bengals plus four and a half. That might be the place to put your money. And if you are, you're going to do it at betonline.net. All right, there might be less football being played right now, but betonline.net has way more odds and info for this playoff season. All right, the scores, totals, uh, player performance props, uh, where to where to find the next you know fired head coach is going to land. All right, BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022, and it's not just football. BetOnline.net, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC. Odds cover is, I mean, it's the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. All right, BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports and play your favorite games. That's BetOnline, where the games start. All right, one guy who we're we're, going to see, all right, we're talking about these measurements, and I start to see the measurements. I'm like, wow. (laughs) <laughs> Christian Watson, it was a guy who, you know, we've talked about him, and, and, and I want to see him. He measures in at 6'4", 211 pounds. Again, th- these are official height weight. All right, this is official. This isn't what he's listed at at his university. Right. This is what the NFL is measuring him in at. 6'4", 211 pounds, 33-inch arm length. That is good. He has a terrific wingspan. He has a height. He's a guy that people were expecting to run really fast, right? He's checking all the boxes until you get to his age. And from what I'm hearing, I haven't been able to fact check this. He's a little bit on the older side. We're talking about somebody who's potentially a 24-year-old senior. Do you think that age potentially can hurt him? And there is a former senior bowl receiver who came in a little bit older, and I'll let you talk about who that guy is. (laughs) <laughs> is the age holding this guy back from getting the bag from his organization? You know, I'm probably not the person to talk about that. Am I, Eric? Because <laughs> you know a whole lot more about Devo Samuel than I do. Yeah. I, I don't think it's an issue here. And I think Devo, you could point to him as the example of, you know, wherever your starting point is at that age, you're going to go through your first contract. Second contract is earned, right? No matter what it is, it's your performance again. So I don't think it should be anything, especially we're talking 24 versus 22 years old. We saw Garrett Bowles play some from a higher starting age as well. It took him a couple of years to get rounded into shape, but now the Denver Broncos are pretty happy with him as well. I, I think there's plenty of perspective that says, yes, it's something to pay attention to, but not anything to set off any alarms. Right, and we talked about Debo Samuel, a guy who is definitely going to be a you know a little older uh, throughout this process. You know, Debo is a guy who you know drafted coming into the NFL, talking about twenty four years old, and for some teams, especially a guy who is looking for that second contract, just it's not it's just not as ideal. Right, you know, you you, you want go ahead. It's really funny though that I didn't realize he was twenty four when he was drafted too. So two guys that. We're here at the Senior Bowl. There are coming in with whatever deficiency or whatever team might hold that against them. So the question then becomes, we saw Tebow have a really good outing down here in Mobile. So what can Watson do as well? Can you live up to that? Because that is something that your performance on this practice field in front of this group of scouts and executives can change your future. And it is, again, about performance on that field, not necessarily the number of months that you've been on the earth. Right. So, so Debo Samuel, real quick. Debo Samuel is 26 years old right now. He's still playing on his rookie contract. Uh, he still has another year on his rookie contract. By the time he 
is, you know, kind of forced to get that new contract. He's going to be 27 years old, you know, and I'm curious to see if teams kind of hold that against some of these guys, especially a guy like Christian Watson. And, you know, when you look at Christian Watson, again, let's talk about the good. 6'4", 211 pounds, 33-inch arms, and he's a guy who is a high flyer. So so what are we looking forward to seeing tomorrow once these practices start? For, for me, it's, you know, he's a long-legged, high-cut type guy. You know, right. how does he look in individual drills? Is he able to get in and out of his breaks? How well does he take to the coaching you know, does he look clumsy doing some of the drills or is he a coordinator enough to get it right now and show the necessary feet and agility to get through? Then when he gets to one-on-ones, how is he competing against the, the, the defensive backs? Because this is a guy who played at the FCS level. You know, he looked very fast. He was very versatile. He did end arounds. He caught vertically pushing routes. He ran by guys. Wasn't an issue. Does his speed still look the same once he has to go up against guys like Kobe Bryant? Or, you know, some of these other corners, Roger McCray, some of these other corners that are here at the Senior Bowl, I think that's something that I'm very interested to see. Yeah, it's the, the great equalizer. What do you do when you face that competition? I think this is really the opportunity. We've seen some of the smaller school guys come up and stand out, especially given his length. I, I feel like he has an advantage down here with this, this particular group of corners. So can he make the most of it? That's going to be something we're going to have to watch tomorrow. Right. Another couple of guys who I just kind of, you know, stood out with good size, especially at the receiver position. Alec Pierce out of Cincinnati. Another guy we'll definitely be looking into. Six two and a half, almost six three, really. Shade under six three. Two hundred and eight pounds. He measured out well. He plays big, plays above the rim. Uh another white guy, so he might get that uh that Cooper Cup uh type comp. I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh before we leave here, we start hearing uh that Cooper Cup noise. Uh, you know, get a, him into the slot. Maybe a guy who maybe isn't the most separated, but plays well above the rim, contested catch, big slot type guy like mm-hmm. Cooper Cup. That's going to be interesting. And Caleb Evans, uh, 6'1", almost 6'2", 201 pounds, has the long arms. That is a cornerback uh, out of Missouri, actually a transfer from uh, Tulsa. So he's another guy who I'm definitely going to be interested uh, to getting into. But there's going to be uh, some more guys that we're talking about here, some pass rushers that we're going to get into. But first, we want to talk to you a little bit about our friends over at rockauto.com. And with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible uh, to go into your local chain or auto parts store, and they have all the parts that you need. You know, why endure often pointless, seamless, intimidating questioning about your vehicle and wait for a person while they're behind the counter and they order a part right from their computer, computer choosing the only brand that happens to be in their warehouse. Don't do that. All right. You have a computer. You have access to rockauto.com right now at your home or in your pocket in your phone. All right. So save you time. And money when using rockauto.com. You know, why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? You know, rockauto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. All right, that's more than half of my life. Our Rock Auto prices are reliably low, and, you know, they're low for every customer. You know, they have everything that you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and... One thing that was really kind of shocking to me, they even have new carpet, all right? <laughs> so what are you guys going to do, man? You guys are going to right now. Go explore and use the new website today and find a solution for your needs. All right, go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts that are available for your truck, 
for your car. And when they ask how you found this, you write in there, locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know who sent you. All right. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. See what you did there with the uh, age thing. Thanks for that one. I appreciate it. <laughs> I, I thought about that after I said it. You know, you're, it's, it's not half your age, that's for sure. Uh, but who is a little bit more than half your age? Some of these pass rushers, and they did. They had some things that really kind of stood out to you. So talk to us about some of the things that stood out to you for different reasons when it came to some of these guys. I think a couple of guys that, that stood out just because this is always the, the, the classic number that you're looking for, but to have what I think is going to shape up to a pretty good battle. McKissing and Ibarre came in at 35 inch arms. Really nice for him. We've seen him use that length pretty well, but to have it confirmed at that length is pretty impressive. And he's going to have a chance to go against one of the more intriguing tackles in this group. And these one ones are, are always the highlight, at least for me, uh, of the senior bowl. I know you probably prefer the wide receivers versus DBs, and I get that. <laughs> but but this battle, I think, is going to be really interesting because Daniel Falele comes in, comes in at, at 35 and 3 eighths. So it doesn't sound like much to the, to the average person that's watching a ball game. Three-eighths of an inch, if you can't get to that chest plate, it makes a difference. And I think you're going to see these guys all week. Follow that comes in at 608-1 with just a smidge over six foot eight. We're going to talk as we go through this process about some of the pad level issues, some of the things that he's going to have to work on at the next level. But there's a lot to be intrigued there. And I think this week is another one where, especially in the one-on-ones, he's going to have uh, some opportunity to make himself uh, – not only a, a better known prospect, but make himself a little bit more intriguing to teams higher up in the draft. Jermaine Johnson also comes in not to be a slouch at 34 and three eights. I think he's going to have a chance to really show off this week as well. Yeah. Another guy that, you know, when we talk about some of these defensive linemen, man, Boye Mafe out of Minnesota measured in at over six foot three, 255 pounds. And he's a long lean guy who can really move around across the line of scrimmage. You know, I've been around him and seen him in person. Very impressive young man, uh, smart. Uh, one of the things that they did mention about him previously uh, when it came to his game is he he has to – he – how do I say this? He, he commits too soon to a pass rush move and sometimes mm-hmm. gets himself stuck. And sometimes he'll give up on the rep before – he's able to actually see it through and give it a chance to actually win. So I'm going to be curious to see uh, throughout this week, you know, how, how does he win? You know, does he win consistently? Does he have a plan? Is he able to stick to it? Uh, He has the length. He has the ability. He has the athleticism. He has the body, all that good stuff. Now can he put it all together and have a tremendous week? Because again, this is a class where, you know, edge, it, you know, you have a couple guys at the top that are probably potentially going in the top four picks. Mm-hmm. And then after that, there's just, you know, okay, who's going to be that next guy? It's going to be Amaje Sanders, who who's here as well. Can't wait to watch him. It's going to be a guy like Boye Mafe. Who, who's going to be that next edge guy that comes off the class? And I think uh, Boye Mafe gives himself an opportunity in this game, in this week, to really improve his draft stock. Yeah, just a side note, one guy that I think really has a chance because he'll be able to play, and I think what's more a little more traditional show is Sanders uh, from Cincinnati because 
with the three-man front that they ran a lot at Cincinnati, I think it, it limits what he's able to do and what he's able to show. I think he is really dynamic in his pad level. He's able to dip under a lot of blocks. I'm looking forward to seeing that against especially some of the guys that are at disadvantage in terms of length to keep him out. One last thing that I do want to mention um, in terms of guys that I that I want to see the next couple of days is at the linebacker level because we've heard so much about Nicobe Dean and Devin Lloyd, two guys that stand out here, even Channing Tindall's down here, uh, they got a lot of, of spotlight in that national championship game. But two guys that came in almost identically in terms of their physical measurements were Chad Muma from Wyoming and Damon Clark from LSU, two guys that in different ways uh, use their length and their ability to get depth to be assets in the pass game, which is where I think we all know the the linebacker position has to be going in the NFL. So how they get things done is different, but they both have a lot of athletic ability and they're nearly identical in size. So two names to watch to see if one of them can stand out, not only just over the other, but can make a little bit more of a name for himself amongst the linebackers here in Mobile. Yeah, well, one thing's for sure, especially when it comes to linebacker position, you know, being able to cover in space is going to be something that's huge for a lot of these guys. And, and Senior Bowl, they definitely are going to put that on full display Cameras are going to be out, video cameras are going to be out, and they're going to be keyed in on all of those one-on-one -on -one battles, how do they guard these running backs in space, can they round with these guys vertically. I think this is a good linebacker group that can uh, potentially do that. And we're going to find out tomorrow, man. It's finally here. We've been talking about the senior bowl for a few weeks now, and we finally get to see these guys in person. We saw a lot of them today in person, but we actually get to see them on the field. I'm excited for that. Can't wait for it. All right. And if you want to see some of the videos right away, follow me on Twitter at Eric underscore, underscore Crocker. So Ryan Tracy will have his phone out. All right, mm -hmm. Ryan Tracy, NFL on Twitter. Be on the lookout for all the content that's going to be coming out. All right, Locked On NFL Draft has you covered. I can't wait, and we will see y'all tomorrow with a lot more information on these guys. Peace.